In the holy name of Jesus, amen. The final reading found in our Easter vigil is the longest one. So the Saturday night before Easter Sunday, as we gather together here in darkness, you're going to hear about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego for our final reading. It's often one of those readings that as a pastor, every time I've done this service, it's a matter of how many times do we have to mention the satraps, prefects, governors, counselors, treasurers, justices, magistrates, and all the officials. How often do we have to talk and remind everybody about the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, which I don't know what that is, harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music? We could take this reading here today and we could talk about how Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were saved by God from the fiery furnace. And then we could turn around and say, well, when you encounter the fiery furnaces of life, God will take care of you. But this is no metaphor. This is not a metaphor for life. These things were real, and they are real. And even though you and I have not been told it's either the idol or the furnace, we know that if it was up to us, we would always take the idol. And we have. We've made so many things an idol in our life, and yet very rarely are we sent the idea of the burning, fiery furnace. Nobody sat out here today as you were walking in saying, if you step into that church, we're going to throw you into an oven or to a fiery furnace. And we might like to talk about the fact, well, Christians, yes, are being persecuted. And yes, we are in many ways. I mean, just take a look at the tragedy in Nashville. But the reality is, is that our government, our officials have not gone to the extent of King Nebuchadnezzar. And it's true that in life, when there is suffering, there's troubles and everything else, God is with you. We just sang that a few moments ago. God provides you a way out in all of these things. But I want to give you a little bit of a different slant on Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These three guys are usually found in our coloring books with our young kids and how they're thrown into the fiery furnace and how they are the ones who came out of this unscathed. But if you actually sit down and look at these three men and actually do some research on their names, it's quite fascinating. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, these three guys, these were not their real names. These were Babylonian, pagan names that were given to three individuals. Shadrach simply means the Babylonian command of the god of the moon. Meshach means the one who lives in the shadow of the prince. Abednego simply means the servant of the god of Nebo, of Babylon, the god of wisdom. But these three guys have different names in their Hebrew, in their Hebrew nationality. Shadrach's true name was Hananiah. Meshach's real name was Mishael. 
And Abednego's true name was Azariah. These names are fascinating, at least to me. I hope they are to you as well. Hananiah, his name was Shadrach in our story today. Hananiah means God is given. Meshach, true name Mishael, his true name means who is like God. And that's not a question, that's an exclamation point. Abednego, Azariah, his true name is God has helped. So here in the fiery furnace is God has given. Who is like God? And God has helped. This flies in the face of King Nebuchadnezzar and his image that he sets up made of gold and that says to everybody in the country, everybody who has any kind of authority, bow down or else. These are not just three random dudes. These are guys that were brought in to have certain power and authority in the kingdom of Babylon, but yet they were also of the nation of Israel. And in all of these things, you find that the names that they are given show what God does. God has given. Who is like God? God has helped. There is no God of the moon. There is no living in the shadow of the prince. There is no servant of Nebo who can help them. These men go back to where they came from. Under the reign and rule of the God of Israel. And notice how they boldly, by faith, fly in the face of what the king asks them to do. They boldly fly in the face simply saying, we will not bow down to this. They boldly fly in the face of being tossed into the furnace. They do this all by faith. Faith that had been given to them by the God of Israel. Faith in the promises that even if they were going to be burned to a crisp in the fiery furnace, God has given, who is like God, God has helped. It does not matter. It does not matter because they know that in all of these things, in the, in the, in the imagination of our minds of how severe this is, God is still the one who is in control. And yes, that does impact you and me. Not in some metaphor of the fiery furnace, but in the true reality that we walk in the darkness of the shadow of death. We walk with the devil prowling around us, taking us along the paths of destruction and fear and trembling. We walk in many ways with our own flesh being our greatest enemy against us. We walk in the temptation, the addiction, the fear the chaos, wondering who will help us, what has been given to me, what is this problem I'm all about, and who is going to take care of me in my need. There in the worst case scenario for Hananiah, 
Mishael, and Azariah. They're in the fiery furnace where everything is going against them. Even the clothing that they're bound up in causing even more fire and flame and heat. There is Jesus. Even King Nebuchadnezzar, in a veiled sort of way, acknowledged this as this. He says this is like one of the son, uh, son of the gods in their midst. He's able to look in and see in the midst of all the chaos of the fiery furnace, all of the destruction, all of the things that we would fear, that there is order. There is order. They're not being tossed around to and fro. They are not sitting there in the midst of all of this happening to them, saying, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? They are there in the midst of the flame and the fire with Jesus. I see four men unbound, walking in the midst of the fire. They're not hurt. And the appearance of the fourth is like the sons of God. And I find this absolutely amazing that King Nebuchadnezzar actually tries to have a conversation with these guys, and he does. But you'll notice that little twist. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. He actually sees that with the fourth one in there, they are able to come out of the furnace. And you'll notice as well that the fourth does not come out with them. It's just them being delivered by the hand of God. What does this mean for you and for me today? Jesus is still with you. In the words of the chaos in the power and might of our governing officials going against the church and the gospel, in the might of the world raging against all that we believe and confess, Jesus is with us. It may not look like it. It may not look like it to everybody out inside, out, outside of this place, but he has promised you you, his church, that not even the gates of hell, talk about an image of the fiery furnace, not even the gates of hell will overcome his church. But that's not just simply Jesus saying that about himself. You are the body of Christ. Members, each and every one of you, you are bound to Christ through his death and his resurrection and the promise that no matter what we face, life or death, he is with us, never to leave us or forsake us. God has given that to you, Mishael, or Hananiah. And in many ways we respond, who is like God? providing victory over sin, death, and the devil, to literally look at death and damnation, to look at the gates of hell and say, be gone, I'm baptized, I'm given the name of Almighty God 
who rules both heaven and earth, who rules the politicians, who rules the governing officials, who rules everything naturally and spiritually in this world and who has called me by name. As you walk out of here, you can literally say, who is like God, who has given me his name, who has promised me that you are with him, that he will never cast one of us out, that he himself has descended into hell, not to be burned up, not to be tortured, but to look at death, the devil, and even hell, and literally say, I won. I have the victory, and I'm going to rise, and I'm going to provide. God has helped. He will continue to help. God has given who is like God. God has helped. Just as he did with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Just as Jesus showed up with them in the Old Testament, so too he shows up in your midst today to speak those words of forgiveness. No matter how far you have strayed, no matter how dark the days seem to be, no matter how confusing the chaos has enwrapped yourself, he is with you. He forgives you. He brings your life back into order. And not only that, he feeds you with himself today giving you the bread of life. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has everlasting life in me. Whoever eats my bread or my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. As you take Christ into yourself this day and every day, you are able to walk out of this place into the valley of the shadow of death, into the veil of tears, with all of hell and the devil raging against you, and you are able to repeat by faith, God has given. Who is like God, God has helped. To Christ alone be the glory forever and ever. Amen. <laughs>